You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 006. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello there, lover. How are you? Hi, beautiful. It's a beautiful day outside. We had a great time on Sunday. We We sure did. We sure did. And for those of you who don't know what we're referring to, we're talking about the good old Tustin chili cook-off. That's right. Biggest in the nation. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. Do not worry. It is legendary over here. Um, All of Tustin comes out. Except we didn't have one bean of chili. (laughs) That's right. We didn't eat any chili because, let me tell you guys, it was packed the line in in you know in our podcast before we told you how they judge the chili cook off and all this stuff and you have to get tickets the line just to get the tickets we were like not not having it not interested yeah it was super long and the people behind the counter were super slow so it was a double whammy you know you you took forever to get to move so we were like screw it let's just go see we will go look up on your goods and things <laughs> I will look upon your things, Gypsy. I will look upon your things, Gypsy. <laughs> I like you. Bonus points if you know where that's from. I will look on your treasures, Gypsy. Is this understood? I will look on them. We haven't been as good about our movie references. That's true. That's true. We got to we gotta up our game here. We really do. We got to up our entertainment factor. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. I don't know why that's in my face. <laughs> <laughs> we discovered that... Um, we do what we're calling pass the pod because our our microphone is this really awesome. It's actually called a blue ball or a blue, a blue snowball, but I like to call it a blue ball, you know. You know, part of the pun, sexual innuendo. Um, but you, it's just like round, white, snowball-looking thing, and you pass it. We pass it back and forth to each other so that you can hear both of us equally as well so i've been trying to do pass the pod with mr smith and but he doesn't like me putting this big white ball in his face (laughs) welcome to my world (laughs) it's like being interviewed and you don't know what to say like getting asked a question like so what do you think of green grass Okay, so but let's 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 wrap this up on the on the chili cook-off, okay? Because we need to we told them we would tell them exactly how our day was. So, what was your favorite part of the chili cook-off this year? Mm, my favorite part. Uh, you know, people watching is always fun. There was some crazy people out there, some like crazy over-the-top Christian evangelists and there was a a woman with just the most neon orange everything you have ever seen just people watching was fun for me yeah it it's such a trip yeah we had we saw this gal and she was she was in like fluorescent orange lace leggings with a fluorescent orange 
but a slightly different orange jacket um, and then fluorescent orange shoes and a, probably a purse too. I can't remember. Yeah. So something that I learned years ago um, that has helped me like with not judging people because automatically, you know, you see something that's like that, that's like totally out of the norm and or not how your sty- style is. And our instinct is to like make fun or like, you know, think poorly about them. And I always think I remember when I was younger, uh, I had a friend and her mom saw so it was back in the 90s when everybody was wearing like the big baggy pants and like the skater thing was first coming in and my era. It, and rave and stuff. My era, please. Yours is the 80s. Calm down. And um, and I remember she saw this guy walking across the street and she said, hmm, that's an interesting approach to pants. (laughs) And I always thought, wow, that's a really good way to acknowledge that you're seeing something crazy, but then to not be an asshole and make something up about who that person is because you never know, right? Speaking of being an asshole, so this is my favorite part of the day (laughs) is we see this girl in this orange everything and, you know, we're kind of like, whoa, check that out because it's obviously right in your face, right? So my wife goes, I do not like neon or something like that. What did you say? She's like, something like, I fucking hate neon. Or so You said something about neon. And right as she said that, this black woman and her family are walking by and she's got this neon yellow Lakers shirt on. And she, I don't know if the woman heard or not, but I just thought that was the funniest part of the day. Okay, so let me clear that up. I didn't say I fucking hate neon. I said, you know what? I'm just not a fan of neon. That's what it was. And but I said it really, really loud, and we were referencing the the all orange outfit, and <laughs> it was totally like insert foot moment, and it was one of those where it was like, I think I was safe, like it was, like even if she did hear me, she could she was far enough away that she could have played it off, and so that's what happened. Right. Thank God, if it would have been a few more moments closer to us. There might have been like a full blown brawl where I might have like lost a limb or something. But we also had other, we did a bunch of stuff like digging through sunglasses was fun. And, you know, there's this one little hippie place that has all kinds of cool bags and incense and burners and all kinds of fun stuff. So we, we just kind of browsed through everybody's booths and enjoy the day. It was gorgeous, beautiful day. It was a really good day. Last year, I remember it being so hot. And t- this year, the weather was flawless. Mm-hmm. Probably why uh, it, so like it, people came out in droves. It was crazy. Yeah. But uh, And me with my broken arm trying to get through the crowd was a little challenging. But I had you walk on my right <laughs> to protect me. He was like, baby, be on my right. Guard my arm. Guard my arm. <laughs> you, know, well, you know, people at fairs aren't paying attention. And you bump into people all day. But you don't even and you don't even think about it, right? It's just like, oops, sorry. So, but you bump into my arm, and I might end up on my knees. Yeah, ex- exactly. And uh, oh my gosh, yeah. And people are all drunk and like stumbling around, and oh my gosh. But yeah, so we had a blast, and um, uh, maybe I'll try to post some photos of that. Anyway, so we have a little bit of a vulnerable topic today that I have a little trepidation about um 
But we thought this is actually somewhat of an idea that came from my buddy Scott. He is so awesome. And he actually runs a blog called behaviorandmotivation.com. And uh, he gave me this idea and he said, you know, it'd be really cool if the two of you would bring up uh, an issue or something like that and then role play how you guys handle uh, a common relationship issue or something like that. So I got started thinking about it and I'm like, well, why don't we actually have a real life issue that we're working on um, that's not too intimate (laughs) and work it out like live on the air for you guys. And how it came up was we were talking about male and female roles in a relationship and why is it okay that you know both can work full-time jobs but the mom has to take care of all the kids and make dinner and clean the house and do all the household stuff and you know generally speaking and the men don't necessarily have have that um what's the word i'm looking for obligation yeah yeah societal obligation so that's how this began this this topic i think is what we were discussing that Well, okay, so here's what I remember. Here we go. (laughs) So, so we'll kind of give you a little bit of a backstory. And then we're just, we, we both, we're both been a little nervous, like, shit, we're going to just do this in front of everybody. So we might delete the whole thing. Who knows? (laughs) Depends how it goes. And if we get too sassy with each other. But uh, basically, what happened is this issue came up the other night. And I had, been drinking and so we were starting to get a little emotional and Mr. Smith says you know what let's let's talk about this at another time um, because I don't think this will be really productive so we kind of tabled it and we haven't really revisited since then but the way it came up and I want to give you a little bit of context here um, it's related to Mr. Smith's injury. So obviously, as you know, since he's you know been kind of laid up, I've been taking on a lot more of those quote unquote female duties. Um, so I've been doing a lot of the cooking and the cleaning and the laundry and the dog walking and all of that stuff, which in the past we have always split very evenly. In fact, fairly ex- to, to an extreme really. Um, so Prior to the accident, both of us would always do do our own grocery shopping. We had different sides of the fridge, different sides of the pantry. Uh, we cooked all of our own meals. We did all of our own laundry. And it was it, a lot of that came from, you know, not that you need the backstory, but that's, the, you know, the, the lifestyle that we had chosen for our, to run our household. And, but a lot of the reason for that was because we have very different uh, dietary restraints and tastes, which made it really difficult for either one of us to cook for the other and the other person to enjoy it, um, which then led to the grocery shopping. Uh, the laundry started from me wearing black all the time. Well, also, you know, from me having sheets from, you know, working with clients. Like, I had a ton of sheets and I did not expect you to do them. So, I just started doing my laundry when I did the sheets. So it just kind of became a one of our Smith systems. Yeah, we'll we'll have to do another episode on Smith systems, but basically what we've done is anything that doesn't work well in the household, we create a Smith system for it so that we can have better harmony. So the whole idea behind this and one of the reasons why this has worked so well for us is because uh, we don't fight about a lot of the ridiculous bullshit 
that a lot of people fight about. Most of the things that people fight about, it, except for money. Uh, which we separate as well. Which we separate also. Yeah, that's actually true. That's one of the reasons why I don't think we fight about money either is because we keep that separate. Um, and mind you, we've been together almost 16 years. So this, I mean, we've tried a lot of different ways and this has just really always worked for us. So, uh, but what a lot of people fight about is, oh, you ate the last of this or you, you never help contribute with the laundry. You know, you don't take the trash out. You don't like all the domestic stuff or are you ever going to walk the dog? I feel like I always walk the dog. We have implemented systems for everything and we'll, we'll, we'll share that with you later, depending on how this conversation goes. That'll be a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Okay. So I, the other night I brought up, I said, I'm a little nervous because I'm I'm afraid of you getting used to this new this new way of like me handling all the laundry, all the dishes, all the groceries, all the whatever. I don't want you to like it too much. And and then and then what did you say to me? I forget exactly what I said, but I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, okay, cool. To be honest. So here's typical man doesn't remember. Ew, no. Oh, there you go. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like that. Gross. What podcast are you listening to? Um No, he said something like, Well, I'll be honest, I really do like that. I like you taking on that stuff, you know? Yeah. And for me, that just makes me want to dig my heels in because they're for those of you who've followed me for any length of time, you know I have zero maternal instinct. I don't like to I even get put out by having to take care of my pets sometime. Do you remember when the dogs were like pissing everywhere and I was like, I feel like a stay at home mom and I like had a meltdown because yes. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. So um so we just got kind of started on this conversation about whose duty is what. And um, and I think I got sensitive because I started feeling like, well, am I, because I don't have that desire to cook or caretake, am I... I, it, it, I, I think that it got uh, sensitive when, we, when money became an issue, how much we make. Because mm -hmm. I make more than you do. Mm -hmm. So... I think where we're coming from is I'm coming from a place of I bring more money into the house so you should make up for that. And you're coming from a place of well we both spend the same amount of time and there's only 24 hours in a day so where would you like me to put it? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I think that's where we're butting heads. Yeah. And so what had come up the other night is you you really came down to a financial place, you know, and you were saying, um, or what I understood that you were saying was that, um, whoever contributes the most financially, the other person should compensate through other duties in the relationship. Now, my argument was to me, that doesn't make any sense because I don't think it should be related to money. I think it should be related to uh, mutual effort in the household, period. So for instance, let's say I'm doing my, you know, working in my business the way I always am. And I decide that I want to go back to school and get my master's, right? Like, and that's going to benefit our family in the long run. So I've, now I'm working, you know, a full-time job plus going to school full-time, but I still don't contribute as much financially. Yeah, 
So we just let me finish. Let me finish. So does that mean I need to somehow figure out how to contribute finance? It just I just kind of felt like I was being thrown a loop. Like that's how you feel. Well, we've always got each other's backs when we did anything school, but that's not our situation right now. You're not going to get your master's right now, mm-hmm. so you can't use that. No, no, you're right, but it doesn't mean that my time isn't occupied as much as yours is. Sure, but you know, my thing is I'm I'm out working very hard mm-hmm. and it gives you the avail- availability to take acting classes mm-hmm. and do other things that you wouldn't be able to do if you were contributing, contributing right. So it, it I'm not a broke ass, by the way. No, like, no, no. I want everybody to be really clear that I am running a successful business. Absolutely. <laughs> How about that ego popping in? But that's all relative is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I just so so let me ask you this then. What what do you want from me then? Well, it's not necessarily anything I want. I, I enjoy being taken care of. I feel like it's kind of a tribute to working so hard. You know, and I, I, it's it's even hard for me to fight this fight right now because you've been such an angel. <laughs> you've been taking care of me so well and doing so much for me that it's hard for me to even argue about this, you know. But when we get back to where I'm working full time and I'm making what I was making or more or whatever, <clears throat> it's kind of nice to feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. And that's my love language. Yeah. Right? My love language is acts of kindness right. acts of deeds, deeds yeah. showing me your appreciation and mm-hmm. if everything is split down the middle when it comes to the house i feel like that part is left out and it's not acknowledged okay so this is good this is good because i i tell you a lot i do my love language right. I tell you how grateful I am and I thank you and I tell you you're such an incredible provider and you take care of my family. But I'm just realizing this right now as I'm airing all the shit for the entire community to hear. (laughs) I'm just realizing that like I've been expressing gratitude the way I prefer gratitude instead of what you prefer. So we got to figure out something because I don't like those things. (laughs) I'd rather pay to hire the cleaner. The house cleaner. Um, so there's the, and you know, I think that I need to get a little bit of coaching around that because I feel, I feel like there's maybe I was a man in a past life or something like that, but for some reason, I can feel like a burning resistance to doing anything caretaking. Like I don't want that role. Like if if I could snap my fingers and be the breadwinner, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know, so that's where that gets me is uh, anything that feels like a wifely duty or I, I makes me want to run for the hills, right. which you've always been so amazing to never make me feel that way. Right. And, and just just so you know, your your words don't go unnoticed. I appreciate that you tell me all the time how much you appreciate my providing and, you know, everything that I do. Don't think that that doesn't count for anything because it does. I really appreciate that. Yeah. But just, you know, being in this instance where I really needed caretaking really felt good. I really felt like, oh, wow, that, you know, really makes me feel like um, appreciated mm-hmm. and, and taken care of and a team, Yeah. you know, whereas we're a team, but we're individualized in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know, 
So in a lot of ways, we are a team. We're always, you know, talking to each other about what our plans are and what we should do with our money and what we should do with our time and all those kind of things. But when it comes down to like household stuff, it's like, okay, you clean this, I clean this, you know, and, and I think that's where the love language is applicable Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, I I think the tricky part is that, and we talked about this a little bit last time about asking for what you need when it doesn't come naturally to your spouse. Like, I don't like that. Like, I fucking hate cooking. You know, like if I when I think of having to get, it's a chore. So I need to figure out a way where I can caretake for you in a way that doesn't feel like pulling teeth to me. And you know, let me just state that I knew what I was marrying. <laughs> you know, I knew I wasn't marrying a domestic person. So, <clears throat> you know, let's make that clear right now. And I don't want to change you in that way. I don't feel like that's necessary to, to accomplish what we need to accomplish here. I, I'm just, mm-hmm, there's a need that needs to be met for me and I'm trying to find a way to get it. Okay, so here's here's what I also hear is... You know, just and this is where maybe I need you to be really clear about this whole money thing because when I hear that, I think, okay, well, I'll just kick more ass in my business and go batshit to the wall so that I can make a whole lot of money and then I don't have to do jack shit around the house. If that motivates you, (laughs) then go for it. So if you can make more money than me, I'd fucking love it. Go for it. And I wouldn't, I don't think I would feel this. If if I if you did, really? Mm-hmm. Because that's way more fucking appealing to me. <laughs> that's funny. I, the, this is us fighting, by the way. Like this is not for the show. This is us talking. This is actually how we do. Yeah, we, and but I also want to give you a little background that this hasn't always been the case. And it what we did the other night, where we kind of we were starting to escalate and we were realizing that we were not on the same page. And you even said like, I don't feel like I'm explaining myself the right way. Can we stop? And that's where we used to have a problem. Like, and granted it was ages ago because we created a new way, but we, you know, when you're in the middle of like, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean by, you know, and you just, you're, you're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to shut this down. But the reality is, is you probably should shut it down because yeah. you're heated and you have a lot of emotions and you can't hear the other person. So like right now, I feel like I can really hear you because I'm not all defensive and pissed like I was the other night. And and so over the years, we've been able to catch it and go, OK, wait, 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 wait. We can't discuss it right now. Right. It's- and, and something else to point out is from a, a male perspective is it gives me some time to actually formulate how I want to say it to you mm-hmm. instead of in the moment trying to figure it out. Cause men don't do that. You know, women always win fights because men don't really know how to articulate what they're trying to say in a way that, a, that their spouse can, um, can hear it. Mm-hmm. So it gives me an opportunity to kind of step back from it for a minute, put my, emotions aside and go what am I really trying to get here like what's the point of this argument mm-hmm. you know so that I can have a, a, a better seed in, in what I'm trying to say to you you know so so here I'm trying to like really wrap my head around what you really need from me and 
this is what I'm making up. So you tell me if I'm on this, this or not. Oh, and by the way, we've gradually started talking to each other like life coaches over the years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously, guys, it's like anything else. It's a practice. Like we had enough situations happen where nothing was getting done and it wasn't working. So we were like, okay, we know what's not working. What, you know, how can we shift this? And that was one of the first things we realized was with arguments, we needed to separate leave each other alone you know table it we'll talk about it later when we're both calm um so I'm trying to kind of figure it out so so if I could size it up it almost feels like you want me to pull more weight you know not necessarily that it always has to be caretaking but or or that it has to be money but you want me to show up a little bit more is is that a fair assessment it's fair that's fair. I think that you're not motivated in the way that I try to motivate you. Yeah. Um, so this might be my underhanded way of trying to motivate you. <laughs> is I know that um, doing housework and being a caretaker is the last thing you want to do. <laughs> so if you you know kick ass and take names, then that won't be as big of an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's my own little internal struggle because I, I feel so comfortable in my business. You know, I feel like I'm chilling, I'm doing quite well. It's, it's, I always cover everything I need and we always have playroom. Um, but I am selling myself short as far as how big I, big of a game I can play. I know that for a fact, but now that I look at it, I'm like, okay, I can see where your perspective might be. Okay, she's hustling. She's pushing her business. She's doing a lot of stuff. But she's – but it's not – I'm still at home all day. I still could be helping more in the house. I still could, you know, kick down more financially. I I, I think it maybe if I could put it in a sentence is – you want me to match your effort. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, you know, and there's there might be a little jealousy in there too because I have, you know, and this is my fault, I've booked myself solid, yeah. as solid can be. My, de- my days are completely packed and filled. And when I come home, I'm not interested in doing housework or, you right. know, especially on the weekends either. You know, I'm either teaching on the weekends or I've got something going and, you know, it's kind of my downtime. So I feel like I don't really have time to do that. And, you know, the story I've made up in my mind is she's at home. Why can't she do some of this? Yeah. You know, even though you're working, yeah. you know, you're at home. And, you know, and that's one of the, the areas that I get frustrated at is even like the afternoon walk for the chins it feels like it's such a big like break in my day, you know, and I've been so looking forward to the summer because I don't have my acting classes, which also took up a major part of my day. So there's little things like that that I almost wish I could go to a library or go somewhere where I'm just not available for housework stuff because I know that's the inclination to think that. So then I get a little defensive because I'm like, I don't have time for that shit either. It just looks like I do because I'm at home. But you've, you know, I, I think uh, to finish my point, 
um, my jealousy might come from the fact that you've leveraged yourself to a position where you don't have to work as hard as I do. Yeah. And uh, you have time to take acting classes and mm -hmm. things like that. So it makes me feel like, hey, maybe you should, you know, caretake for me a little bit because mm -hmm. I'm working harder than you are. You know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, OK, so maybe I just I think for me what I really wanted to make sure is I wanted to make sure that first of all there wasn't something major that you needed from me that you were coming up empty um and that that I could really work on and I I got really concerned that am I just hearing this after 16 years that you want a homemaker you know so that's kind of what the story I had made up in my mind and here's another thing guys this is the reason why you have to talk this shit out because you know, Mr. Smith will make up a story about what I'm thinking. I make up a story about what his intention is and what he means and what, you know. And it isn't until we actually sit down as adults and, and like, oh, okay, so that's not right. That's not what you're saying. So I think that it's probably a little bit of both, really. I think that there's a place for you to look at, um, is this, is there, is there a jealousy component, you know, that, I get irritated about because I would like to create a lot more space for cre creation right. and creative time and a place for me to really look at, um, can I step up my contribution? Can I stop, step up my effort right. and my energy in the family, whether it shows up as caretaking or it shows up monetarily. Right. So what do you think about that? Wow, look at that. We wrapped up all our issues in 30 minutes. I know. It's like a 80s sitcom. <laughs> Minus the laugh track. <laughs> we'll dump that in. Yeah, we'll put that in. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this is why we've been together for this long. Because we could have easily, if we didn't put these things in place, we could have easily taken things personally and yeah. escalated. And that shit just causes more problems. And, you know, I, the other night when this was coming up, I was going into that place of like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not the woman that he wanted you know and I started spiraling into this really negative place and then what happens when you're defensive you speak out of defense and you get angry and you're rude and you you know and then it manifests other times like I think that's why I snapped at you and it was like oh my wifely duty about you interrupting me to make food for you right and I was like I think so I think there's a place for me to look that it's not it's not that you want a homemaker because I know you love that I'm a businesswoman and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I just need to remember that it's about an effort, you know, and I think it'll change a little bit when you because right now it doesn't even seem to apply because I'm hustling like yeah. crazy to do to get keep everything. But but it's good for us to talk about, I think, because things might shift when you go back to work, right. you know. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think um, I think it's imp I think just talking about it has given me a little bit of insight to exactly why that was important to me. It wasn't even about right. you being domestic. Right. It was about you. Effort. About effort. Yeah. yeah.
And that's good. Like that I that I can really bite into. Like I'm like, okay, I can see that. I yeah. can definitely see that I could match some effort here for sure. Um and I also it was a big aha moment for me to see that I've been giving you your my love language. I've been and vice versa. And vice versa. I do the same thing. Like yeah. I, I could do more romantic things and put cards around the house and things like that. Things that, you know, you appreciate as opposed to doing things around the house that mm-hmm. I feel uh, are the things that I, you know, like fixing the door handles or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, building something in the garage or, you know, mm-hmm. putting in can lights or whatever it might be. That's my way of showing love is through deeds. Mm-hmm like that instead of through um affectionate things yeah i'm like almost 100 percent. just tell me how much you love me and appreciate me how sexy i am like i just need words 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 we've talked about that (laughs) so so i think the moral of the story is i'm sure this is not the last time this is going to come up you know i'm sure Uh, but i know you have some places to look yeah and and i definitely have some places to look uh, but I think the point that we wanted to show to you guys is that you can um, – sometimes things aren't even completely resolved. Like we're kind of fortunate because we were like, you know, we might not even air this podcast depending on how this goes, <laughs> you know. So so we really didn't know. You know, neither one of us had processed this ahead of time, nothing. We wanted to show you just genuinely how we communicate around an issue. But what we really wanted to, to – hammer home to you guys is if there's an issue that you want to address in your relationship do not do it unless you guys are in a calm tranquil space I've talked about that before you don't want to be angry and in the heat of the moment and expect anything to get rectified so you can start with acknowledging that like even start start that as a system for you guys um, and talk about implementing that when you're calm, like, hey, you know, I heard this idea on a podcast. What if when we start to get angry with one another and start yelling and screaming, we make a commitment to stop and, you know, part ways for a couple of hours and only come back and communicate it when we're able to hear each other? Um, because or when the kids are asleep or we're out to dinner or, you know, someplace where you um, have a little bit more of a space for it. Absolutely. Uh, Too often we try to get shit done in the heat of the moment and we're just not even willing to hear where we might be able to be better. Like I think the other night if we would have kept going, it would have been really disastrous. But we've made that a habit over years and years and years is that we don't let it escalate. So that might be a place for you to check in and and see if you can stretch a bit. Um, And I I also don't want to give the illusion that... Uh, we just easily work shit out all the time. Like sometimes we do get where we start squabbling a little bit longer than we probably should and then we say stop. But but it's been, you know, quite a few years where we've made a really concerted practice out of this um, so that we don't have to say shit we don't mean right. and try to take it back later. Yeah. So uh, we would love, love, love to hear your thoughts below. Um, yeah, leave us some comments. Let us know your thoughts of hearing us work through an issue live and on the air for you all. Uh, also, leave your favorite chili recipe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tie it home. Do you see that? Yeah, I was trying to use that. Um, but uh, so we'll leave you with that. So here is to loving and living the most badass life. 
Mr. and Mrs. Smith signing off.